Theme, The Heavens Suffer in Voilence. Scripture, Matthew 11:12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Precious saints there is a spiritual battle for dominion and authority upon the earth at present and it is only heating up more each day. We are truly living in the last of days before the Lord's soon imminent snatching away of His spotless bride. And as the Lord tarries in His return, He has promised to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. As I have mentioned before 2023 will be a busy year to occupy the nations and spark His end-time repentance revival. But it will not come without resistance, for there is a spiritual battle in the second heavens trying to hinder God's sovereign move. Those that are tuned into the Spirit of God can sense the spiritual environment that has changed and can hear the cries of thousands of voices echoing the same words from Revelation 22:20, Come, Lord Jesus. But as the Lord tarries in His snatching away of the Bride of Christ, He is still preparing a spotless bride and has promised to pour out His Spirit on all flesh. Remember as I said in the recent seven-day crossover fast, I believe we have a two-year window to really work hard in occupying for His purpose in this hour. Now whenever the Lord calls you to something, He will never allow you to go empty-handed precious saints. For He has given us spiritual weapons to fight the good fight of faith against all the forces of darkness that are currently trying to take over and hinder the coming revival. Unfortunately, we have many in the church today that are still asleep, even though we have many crying out wake up sleepy church. And while they are sleeping the enemy is claiming more ground. There is a great delusion happening within this hour and many claim to have eyes and ears, but do not see nor hear. The church has become rebellious, and many have gone into captivity to a spiritual slumber and are being controlled and overcome by the flesh and seducing spirits. Within this program we will tackle the spiritual spouse and all legal rights of the enemy that may be coming after you or holding you back from God's best. Remember those of you that are following these fasting programs have been called to be a part of the remnant bride of Christ that is one that is awakened to the hour and ready to receive from God. Yes, a spiritual shift is taking place within this hour that is happening internationally, nationally, and locally. The level of His glory will be released more and more, as humble hearts cry out for more of Him and His purpose. The mark of this revival will be the deep level of repentance and the Holy Spirit will convict sinners from far and wide. Africa is so hungry for this end-time revival, and it will spread to other nations more and more, as the hunger increases. Joshua 13:1. When Joshua had grown old, the Lord said to him, You are now very old, and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. The Lord is coming to pull down the idolatry in the church, clean out the temple and prepare a remnant bride for His coming. True revival is the great equalizer, where the poor and rich are welcome, where the pulpit becomes level with the pew and everyone that comes who hungers and thirsts is welcome and filled. There will be no commercializing or merchandising this revival, as it will be free, Isaiah 55 1-3. God is coming to revive His church outside the traditional walls to set individuals ablaze to go back in the denominations and set it on fire for those that hunger and thirst. So, no matter how enormous the task and vision may be ahead, His grace is sufficient, and many will be saved during this end-time repentance revival. He is coming for nations, so get ready as He will not share His glory with another. Time is short and His Spirit will bring a quickening within this hour to fulfill His purpose. The key to spiritual authority is the level of humility and so will God use anyone willing to become humble before God with no agendas. We are in a spiritual battle today that requires more grace precious saints, for we are moving into a new season and this brings a new level of opposition. The hordes of hell are being released upon the unrighteous with many being used to bring about the enemy's agenda upon the face of the earth. Therefore, we need to continue to stand in prayer and occupy for His purpose for the remaining of 2023. What is happening around us requires us to stand more firmly in the Lord with the pressures around us in this world system. 2 Corinthians 10 3-5 For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. 4 For the weapons of our warfare are not, 
a carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, five casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. See our faith in God's spoken word releases the power from heaven that binds, or ties up, the evil we are facing. Similarly, when we loosen something on earth, we permit and declare, it, proper and lawful on earth. Matthew 16:19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, everything that we loosen, or bind must be in accordance with God's word. There are so many things that we pray for, and we wait for God to respond when in fact God has already told us what to do. He has already given us the strategies against the enemy to succeed in this spiritual warfare. God is not going to come to earth and do the things that He has already given the church the authority or ability to do precious saints. That is what binding and loosing is all about. Using the spiritual authority, we already have and to carry out the work of the kingdom and occupy for His purpose in 2023. Therefore, before you proceed, I encourage you to put on the full armor of God on, as we go into spiritual war. And as you join this three-day fast, also join the weekly corporate Friday fasting we have each week to stir revival in your hearts and that of your families, churches, cities, and nations will be awakened. This is the hour for revival within the nations to usher in the Lord's soon return. Do not forget to write down all your prayer requests and place within your Bibles, so we can agree with you for those breakthroughs. Repentance Revival WhatsApp Groups Mission Now as many of you may have heard me mention already about the 68 WhatsApp groups that we have already started for different nations that desire repentance revival. See just as it takes only just one person to change the atmosphere with prayer, it also just takes one person to put up their hand to start a WhatsApp group for your nation. So, we are just looking for one person that is committed to be an admin for the group if one is not already doing the role. What the purpose of these groups will be to encourage people weekly to fast and pray and invite locals to join to stir revival and share the content. Now the purpose of this is so we can send all our daily messages through as audio mp3 files. See many countries do not have access to ample Wi-Fi or data making it difficult to listen to our content on YouTube. Now I'm also making this available on our website under the community section to download and will also be available on the future app coming. Therefore, as we desire to do our part in fulfilling the preaching of the gospel to all nations, we will start this straight away. So, if you are interested in joining one of our WhatsApp groups, then feel free to email us at repentance.revivalfire at gmail.com. Now as the Lord tarries and the mandates continue to come down, I plan to travel to nations that desire repentance revival that have started these groups just like with South Africa and Namibia. Therefore, I am looking for serious invites in the future, but first we must prepare the ground in prayer and fasting for those nations. Now as the Lord sends me to individual nations, these groups will also be used to connect and see in what way we can work together planning and visit different cities within your nations, along with advertising of fasting programs etc. So, everyone is invited to join our WhatsApp groups, and if your nation is not yet mentioned feel free to raise your hand to be an admin and we will start one to spread repentance revival. Shalom. Please click on to the link for more details of the program. This month of January L want to encourage all Christians on social media that want a personal revival, breakthrough, and restoration to fast and pray along with us this month's three-day fast. It is also a time to help prepare us for His imminent return. This is an event anybody can partake of anywhere around the world, in your home, church, friend's house, in the village or in the city etc. The main purpose is to get people to repent and turn back to God. By using the same calendar day through fasting and prayer taken from 2 Chronicles 7:14, that it will build awareness of the need to pray for your local church. Though we are on different timeline I encourage you to just follow the dates for your respective countries. Date, January 27th, 28th and 29th 2023. Fasting days, Friday, 
Saturday, Sunday. Fasting teaching, U2.B. Message themes for the three days. Day 1 theme, deliverance from spiritual spouses and avoiding the hosts. Day 2 theme, give no place to the devil. Day 3 theme, pivotal points on prayer and fasting. What am I required to fast from? Fasting type, it is your choice what level you wish to fast, you wish to do 3 days dry fast without water or food, maybe you wish to do 3 days with water fast? Or you could fast from food but drinking water or fluids partially. You are welcome to break the fast each evening and start again either after meal, 6am to 6pm, or you can go straight through as I said. You can even just skip one meal a day if you wish also. See the key is I want you to abstain from something to seek a closer walk with the Lord and see your spiritual breakthroughs. The key is to also follow the program that is designed to assist and be a guide to press into the Lord. You will find some helpful tips below also. Once again, we want to leave this decision up to you about how you're going to do it. We do not have any mandatory church-wide requirements for how you fast, but here are a few others ideas for first-timers. Food fast. When we choose not to eat or not to eat certain foods, we allow our physical bodies to hunger and to bring our desires into alignment with our spiritual need for God. There is a clarity in hearing from the Lord which comes when we fast and pray, making a small sacrifice to give up a pleasure or comfort to increase your spiritual sight and vision. We are providing the following options for you to consider. 1. Food fast. You fast from all foods from either 10 p.m. to 6 p.m., 20 hours, or 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., 12 hours, each day with fluids allowed. 2. Partial fast. You choose to eliminate certain things i.e., fizzy drinks, sweet-slash-chocolates, bread, no red meat etc., but the rest of your diet remains mainly the same. 3. Fruit and veg. Eat fruit during the day, with liquids, tea-slash-limited coffee, herbal drinks, and water, with a veg meal in the evenings. 4. Liquids only during day and veg meal for dinner. Drink water and herbal drinks during the day with a veg meal in the evenings. Please consult your doctor if there are any medical concerns before you commence the fast. Media fast. During this time, we encourage you to turn off the TV, computer, video games, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the internet, and any other form of social media for a brief period of time. You may decide to fast from Facebook or some other form of media altogether or to limit your time to only 1-2 to two hours per week. When we do this, we create more time when we can read our Bible, pray, worship, and hear from God. Search your heart in deciding what type of food fast you want to do. If you have never fasted, maybe start off with a partial fast and progress to a fruit and veg option for the last couple of days. Remember, the most important consideration in fasting is your motive. Why are you fasting? What will we be praying about? Check each day for the next three days there will be theme topics, scriptures, and prayers so you may follow corporately all together. We are trusting the Lord that this time of fasting, and prayer will release a passion for His name within us, to cut off what belongs to a past seasons, to receive renewed hope and vision for our lives ministries, to be conduits for signs, wonders and miracles and to fulfill the mandate of sharing the gospel to those that will listen. During this time of fasting, be intentional about your priorities. Set aside ample time to be alone with the Lord. The more time you spend with God, the more meaningful your fast will be. If you need an overview or suggestions on what you can do to make the most of the fast in terms of having a daily routine, use the below points. Morning. Begin your day in praise and worship. Read the day's program and meditate on God's Word. Invite Holy Spirit to work in you. Noon. Take a short prayer walk. Spend time in intercessory prayer for the theme of the day. Evening. Make time and be available for an unhurried time of seeking God's face. If others are fasting with you, meet for prayer. 
avoid television or any other distraction that may affect your spiritual focus and watch the daily uploads to YouTube. You are welcome to watch Christian movies etc. When possible, begin and end each day with your spouse, family, or friend for a brief time of praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. Please let us know you'll be fasting and praying with us. Practical Tips for Fasting 1. Avoid medical and even natural herbal drugs. However, if you are under medication, these should only be withdrawn upon the advice of your doctor. 2. Limit your physical activity and exercise. If you have a workout routine, adjust it accordingly. 3. Rest as much as you can if needed be. 4. Maintain an attitude of prayer throughout the day. Intercede for your family, pastors, church, nation, missionaries and world missions, etc. 5. Drink plenty of clean water if you are joining the water fast. 6. As your body adjusts, be prepared for temporary bouts of physical weakness as well as a greater likelihood of impatience, irritability, and anxiety. Fasting brings revival. In the first year of his reign I, Daniel, understood from the Scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last seventy years. So so, I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with Him in prayer and petition, in fasting, and in sackcloth and ashes. Daniel 9 2,3. Fasting helps us prevail in prayer and intercession. Daniel understood that Israel was headed for destruction. He also knew that in times like these, there is only one recourse, intercession through praying and fasting. Throughout human history, God has brought revival and delivered nations from destruction in response to prayer and fasting. Fasting is an act of humility and consecration. I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting, Psalm 35 13. Humility results in the grace of God, James 4 6. When we humble ourselves in prayer, we have instant access to the heart of God. As we deny ourselves as an act of consecration, we are better able to exercise self-control over our emotions and desires. Spiritual cleansing and spiritual eyes opened. Fasting can be done for one meal, one day, one month or for however long God leads. It depends on how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Shorter fasts are easier to endure until we have built up our spiritual muscles. A three-day fast is most beneficial as a spiritual cleansing. An example of this is Paul being thrust into his fast upon conversion. After the three days of cleansing, he received the Holy Spirit and his eyesight when Ananias laid hands on him, Acts 9 17-18. We also can be spiritually cleansed by fasting so that we receive more of the Lord's Spirit and have our spiritual eyes open to new dimensions. A three-day fast is also especially helpful in breaking any addictive habits. These then are two reasons for fasting, we receive spiritual cleansing, and our spiritual eyes are opened, and we also obtain victory over the devil. When Jesus encountered Satan, he was able to overcome him because his fasting had given him spiritual strength. Isaiah 58 6 also gives us light on this purpose of fasting, is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Many people believe that fasting is to move the hand of God, when actually it is to make Satan turn loose of the things he is holding. Breaking strongholds and building faith. Fasting loose the bands of wickedness. When Jesus discussed the keys to the kingdom, he told us to bind and loose. When we fast, we loose the bands of wickedness, undo the heavy burdens, set the oppressed free, and break every yoke of the enemy. Fasting is an important key to getting the victory over hard situations challenging situations that do not seem to respond to normal prayer. Fasting builds our faith. In fact, this is what Jesus meant when he spoke to the disciples in Matthew 17:21 in answer to why they were not able to cast a demon out of a child. He said, "However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting." 
he was telling them if they wanted their faith to be at such a level as to be able to cast out demons, then they must fast and pray for their faith to increase. Fasting also makes it easier for us to hear the voice of the Lord. We find an account of this in Acts 13 2 While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. While fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke to them and gave them direction. We too can be directed by the Lord if we seek Him through prayer and fasting. When we deny our natural cravings, our spiritual antennas become more attuned. We become more sensitive to His voice as we divest ourselves of worldly distractions. We are better able to focus on God and submit to His will. This opens the door for more of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Fasting and mourning are closely associated strongly associated in the Bible. Two examples of this are found in Ezra and Nehemiah. Ezra 10:6. Then Ezra rose up from before the house of God, and God and went into the chamber of Jehohanan the son of Eliashib. And when he came thither, he did eat no bread, nor drink water, for he mourned because of the transgression of them that had been carried away. Nehemiah 1:4. And it came to pass, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept, and mourned certain days, and fasted, and prayed before the God of heaven. From these scriptures, we see that fasting and travail, a prayer burden from the Lord that brings crying and tears, were combined. Both men were fasting for the repentance of God's people. How we need this same kind of intercession today. Here were men so burdened for the sins of their people that they fasted, travailed, and prayed. Day 1, Deliverance from Spiritual Spouses and Avoiding the Hosts. Friday, January 27, 2023. Scripture Text, Isaiah 54 14 In righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. May the Lord bless each person today being day one and I would like to talk about the subject spiritual husbands and wives. This is a very deep topic, so I will do my best to go a little deeper for those that have never understood the term and point you to Jesus who will deliver those affected. So, if you happen to be in silent torment and have suffered, then this is good news for you today. Isaiah 54 5 For your Maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, he is called the God of the whole earth. So, if Jesus is your husband, then legally and according to him, you cannot have any other spiritual spouse precious saints and the evil spirit will have to leave today in Jesus' mighty name. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. That mean if you are one with God precious saints, then you also cannot be joined with any other God, evil spirits or even Satan himself, in Jesus' mighty name. Many nations that I have traveled and minister and I get to see many people that suffer from the bondage of spiritual spouses. Most would be familiar with the term and identity of incubus and succubus spirits, which are demons that do carry the functions that would equate to our topic today. So, one dictionary meaning for an incubus and succubus is a demon spirit that has sexual intercourse with mortals. The concept may have arisen from the idea of the commerce of gods with people, which was rife in pagan times. The male demon said to have intercourse with women is called the incubus and the female demon who seduces men the succubus. The demons were generally believed to appear most frequently during sleep or in nightmares. During the witchcraft scare of the late medieval period these demons, when associated with an individual witch or sorcerer, were known as familiars, familiar spirits. Succubus. According to medieval folklore, a succubus is a demon that takes the form of a woman in order to have intercourse with a man in his dreams. The name comes from Old Latin and means to lie under. In Islamic superstition, there is a similar demon called the Karina or Karina, and in ancient Middle Eastern cultures Lilith was the night demon's name. Whichever name is used, the essential qualities are the same, a demon who tempts and seducers men sexually at night and who tries to kill infants at birth. There are two biblical passages that may refer directly to this kind of demon. This spirit's assignment tries to tempt men into sin and ultimately drags them into the pit.
Proverbs 2.18-19, which describes the dangers of the seductress or strange woman. Proverbs 2.18-19 For her house leads down to death, and her paths to the dead, none who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. Isaiah 34:14 Wildcats shall meet with hyenas, goat demons shall call to each other, there too, the night creature, Lilith shall repose, and find a place to rest. Lilith. The Isaiah 34:14 Lilith reference does not appear in most common Bible translations such as KJV and NIV. Commentators and interpreters often envision the figure of Lilith as a dangerous demon of the night, who is sexually wanton, and who steals babies in the darkness. Historical recordings of succubus. During the reign of Roger, king of Sicily, 1095-1154, a young man was bathing by moonlight. He thought he saw someone drowning and hastened to the rescue. Having drawn from the water a beautiful woman, he became enamored of her, married her, and had by her a child. Afterward she disappeared with her child, which made everyone believe that she was a succubus. The historian Hector Boss, 1465-1536, in his History of Scotland, relates that a handsome young man was pursued by a female demon who would pass through his closed door and offer to marry him. He complained to his bishop, who enjoined him to fast, pray, and confess his sins, and as a result the infernal visitor ceased to trouble him. Incubus. Which is the male counterpart of the succubus being the incubus, from the Latin incubo for nightmare. An incubus was supposedly a male demon who would lie with sleeping human women to have sexual intercourse with them. Incubi were thought to be able to father children, and the half-human offspring of an incubus was called a cambion. Merlin, the legendary wizard from the King Arthur legends, was supposedly sired by an incubus, from whom he received his supernatural powers and abilities. Both succubi and incubi were the products of medieval superstitions and were most likely efforts to explain the natural phenomena that occur during sleep, nightmares, sexual dreams, sleep paralysis and night terrors. How do spiritual spouses come into our lives? Many people in the world are trapped in evil spiritual marriages without knowing. There are different types of evil marriages, there is a marriage between a man and a spirit, there is a marriage between a man and an idol, there is a marriage one gets in through the occult, and there is witchcraft wickedness. Genesis 6 1-4, And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. The sons of God here refer to fallen angels or spirits who are taken by the beauty of the daughters of men and took them as wives. This was the origin of evil spiritual marriage. Remember God said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, meaning these sons of God are spirits. Though the beings were later arrested and jailed, Jude 1-6, yet human beings through idolatry, witchcraft and occultism has brought these spirits back into play again, they still come to earth even in chains. The thing is they can no longer come physically because of the presence of the Holy Spirit and because they are bound, they still come in all forms through demonic and occult practices. Satan should have no hold over a child of God precious saints. You should not fear him, but rather he should fear you if you're truly in Christ. We should be the devil's worst nightmare and not his tool to attack fellow saints by bringing about the devil's agenda. In fact, every day you wake up and your feet touch the ground the devil should be fleeing in seven directions. But if you allow sin to rule in your life, the devil will take your arm and twist it into his direction. See demons are always looking for ways to stop or hinder the work of God, especially the spiritual spouse. Legal rights and grounds must be cleaned up, as demons can use them as an excuse to remain. Let us say, 
a person has invited a demonic spirit into their life through sin, then that sin will remain a legal right for the demon to hang around until the person has repented and turned from their sin. Sometimes breaking up legal grounds involves more than simple repentance, such as the breaking of soul ties, renouncing vows made to Satan, and breaking generational curses etc. That is why we need to break all strongholds of spiritual spouse in our lives and that of our loved ones. So, as we go on into today's teaching allow the Holy Spirit to reveal any legal rights on you or others, so that they can be broken. Otherwise, the demon can either put up a fight when you're trying to cast it out in deliverance, or if you do cast it out, and they return at a later point. Spiritual Covenant Marriages with Spouses Some people, most especially women have seen their spirit husbands come to them physically, these cases are deep. There are cases in the occult where demons physically had sex with women, and you can hear some testimonies of those that were the brides of Satan. There are instances where people are introduced to high-ranking demons and are forced to marry Theses spirits. In some cases, there is even a covenant made when a wedding is done, and ring and other paraphernalia is introduced. All these cases lead to spirit husband and wife habitation for them and their descendants. Most of this will happen through their dreams. I have met women that while doing deliverance the children they bore in the spirit start to manifest that were attached by the spiritual umbilical cord. One deliverance case I did once in Mombasa, Kenya with a lady that looked nine months pregnant only to find out she had been that way for two years and the doctors told her no baby was in the tummy. Only to find the detailed out later, that she would go to local witches who were telling her the opposite and that she would give birth soon. Generational legal rights to spiritual spouses. In some cases, it is familiar spirits. The familiar spirits are introduced from the womb. This normally happens when the parents of the victim have been involved in carrying sacrifices, rituals, consulting herbalists and mediums, had incisions or has been attacked with witchcraft. This familiar spirit gets into the person's destiny as a spirit spouse and will deal with their victims in childbearing or stop them from having one. They also molest their victims sexually in the dreams a lot. Even when one gets born again the spirit spouse hides in there until they are dealt with. Some people are dedicated to idols, trees, altars, waters, water spirits and so on. All evil dedications have a spirit spouse attached, they will be married to the spirit whether they want it or not. The idols of people's families also harass them sexually in the dream. Sexual intercourse with demons. Sex with a devil, unknown to many, there are many familiar spirits and occult spirits in the world today that took the form of men and women and are attractive and many men and women have slept with them. The thing is these people, familiars, are so attractive and seductive that men and women easily fall prey to them. When one has sex with them, they will become married in the spirit and the life of that person will be afflicted with sorrows. Even if the person leaves the partner alone the spiritual marriage will still be in place. That is why God warned against sex before marriage, fornication, and sex outside marriage, adultery, because when one falls into the hands of these spirits through sex, the person is done. But if wedding-slash-marriage occurs before sex, the spirit would not be able to attack the other person's life, as they have been lawfully married and became one. Basic godly marriage is not only two families agreeing of you to marry each other, and the family sits down, and vows are exchanged, and they welcome you into their families, etc. The most important part is the vows on the altar of God that is God binding the marriage together. Any sex outside marriage is risky, as many have in some cases contacted wicked spirits through it. We shall discuss this topic more later below. So how do we identify the hosts of spiritual spouse when looking to marry? Precious saints by the grace of God I have been married for over 22 years to my God-chosen wife and I want to share some wisdom here today to help others. Because there are the hosts that carry these spirits around with themselves and if they can, they will latch themselves to you if we are not careful. Now be I was saved I was no saint and do not claim to be a super perfect human, but just a sinner saved by grace. 
But one thing I did do after getting saved was I purposed in my heart that I only ever wanted God's best and His will for marriage. So, whenever the opposite sex approached me, I would seek the Lord with this question, Lord is it your will and time for me to court for the purpose of marriage? See knowing the will of the Father will keep us from falling into traps and going through unnecessary warfare in marriage after the wedding day and heartache. See when we know God's will and hear the still voice of the Holy Spirit, we will avoid counterfeits that come along. Remember if as a single person you have been caring for the things of the Lord and what pleases Him, there would be no doubt in my mind that you would be the first to hear about who the Lord wants you to marry. Anything on the contrary can be viewed as a possible illegal union in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 7 32-33 But I want you to be free from concern. The unmarried man is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. 33 But the married man is concerned about worldly things, how he may please his wife. People that are affected by spiritual husbands and wives or hosts can produce an unnatural desire to be married or in some cases not to be married at all, as they already are possibly linked to someone in the Spirit. That is also what we call a soul tie. Spiritual spouses are not all about sex, but more so about the union and covenant which is consummated, sealed, through sexual intercourse. So, in your pursuit to please the Lord you need to watch your conversation and actions towards people, for they breed intimacy, and which will form soul ties. Genesis 2 7, 24, 34-1-3, Numbers 32-12, 1 Sam. 18-1, not only do you have to watch your conversations and actions, but you also must watch the same of others around you. See here lies most of our mistakes, watching us and not them, which becomes our downfall. Christ said if we lust in our hearts we are joined to that person, should we join our member to a harlot, Matt. 5:28, Mar 721, 10:11,12,19, 1 Corinthians 6:19. God has formed a helpmate. It is not wrong as a single person to desire to be married, as some may say as the scripture says, it's not good for man to be alone, Genesis 2:18. However, we miss the part that says so I, G-O-D, will form a helpmate for him. Let us put our trust in God to provide that spouse that he is preparing and forming. Many young men today look for a wife based on burning lust, a driving force that takes them outside the will of God, which brings them to a hindermate that God has not fashioned for them, rather than a helpmate which he has. Whom God has joined together let no man, including ourselves, put asunder. Those who are so quick to divorce, without biblical validation, I would question who did the joining together. Do not allow the passion of lust to drive you. Apostle Paul said if someone couldn't abstain in their singleness as he could that it was better to marry than to burn. 1 Corinthians 7 8-9, where does this burning coming from that Apostle Paul is referring to? Proverbs 6 27-28 Can a man take fire to his chest and his clothes not be burned? 28 Or can a man walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? In the above passage of Scripture, we see that fire can't come into a person unless they take IT. How does a person take fire? It's easy, simply by placing themselves in the position to receive. How would one do that do that well verse 28 asks us, can one walk, which suggests or denotes, how can we prevent burning lust if we continue to walk around or entertain places, people, and things that will spark the fire and or keep their fires going and opens us up to the dangers of spiritual wives and husbands. Once these spirits are controlling individuals they drive the individual to people, places and things that will fuel their fires. Now remember marriage is not the cure for lust, as that is a spirit that needs casting out and weakened through prayer and fasting. Now we are living in a time that this spirit of lust is rampant within the 20th century. Marriage is not the cure for lust, it only turns a raging fire into a fireplace. Unfortunately, many people marry under lustful circumstances rather than being patient and using the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Marriage under these guidelines will result in many marrying a prince or princess only to wake up next to a frog. 
God can restore broken marriages and spouse that have been swept away by strange women and men under the control of witchcraft etc. But please for those that are still single wait patiently for God's best and not be controlled by your lusts. Precious saints remember that spiritual wives and husbands are always looking to catch us sleeping on the job. They come in while you are asleep to rifle your desires and flesh. Now I mean that when one is spiritually dry in their Christian walk or even when they have started fasting to break their power, they will come to bother us. Matthew 13:28 says, But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat, and went his way. In this case tares are words, thoughts and images that flow into your spirit and through time are watered until they become soul covenants. Is. 28:15-18. If the spiritual wives and husbands can't have you in the natural, they will try to rape and molest you in the natural, in the spirit and or in your dreams, as mentioned above. Signs of spiritual marriage, spirit husband slash wife. Lust, heavy seduction, masturbation, inability to have children, sex in the dream, hatred, rage slash temper, sexual perversion, slavery, rejection, bestiality slash desire to have sex with animals, occult activities, stagnancy, and inability to break through, weakness and tiredness, sexual harassment, spiritual and physical, heaviness. This is just a suggest list of things that can attract the spiritual spouse. 1. Any form of sex outside marriages is then possibly an invitation to the spiritual spouse. 2. When you give your virginity to a person that is not married to you, that not only forms a soul tie to the person you have been intermate with, then possibly that day you have applied for a spirit spouse. 3. If you continually are wearing tight dresses that show your anatomy and the contour of your body sensually, then possibly you have just sent invitation card to spiritual husband. 4. When you habitually masturbate yourself sexually, then possibly you have invited spirit spouse and will lose interest in your covenant spouse. 5. Anytime you are viewing naked people or sex movies, pornography, then possibly you are inviting spirit spouses. 6. Anytime you allow others to see your breasts wearing near to nothing, taking inappropriate pictures, and posting selfies with exposed breasts and sensual photos on social media you are then possibly inviting spiritual spouses. 7. When you continually listen to music that makes you dance sensually with sexual moves you then possibly have given yourself out to spirit spouse. 8. Now not in all cases, but you need to be very careful with breast enlargements, Brazilian bottom lifts, excessive lip fillers which has become popular today and so on. Is then possibly an invitation to spirit spouse husband. 9. When one uses consults witchcraft and uses love portions to make a man or woman love you is an express way of inviting spirit spouses. 10. Every form of an all sex, fornication outside of marriage, multiple sex partners etc. They are all then possibly invitations to wicked spiritual spouses. 11. All your night clubbing and partying, drugs alcohol abuse, is also then possibly invitations to spiritual spouses. 12. Be careful of inappropriate social media use, especially in boxing messages to someone that is not your spouse, because you will start to even form soul ties to people that you share your problems with that is not your spouse or not a God-fearing servant of God. Proverbs 6:18. A heart that creates wicked plans, feet that run swiftly to evil. Now I have had many cases where a lady got breast enlargements and after that time they started to get increased attacks from the spiritual spouse, so these are just things that I have come across in sometimes more than one instance. Sexual sin kills and transfers more demons to oneself. 1 Corinthians 6:18 Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Remember if you do not deal with lust in your life you will not being able to control the urge to have sex. This will lead someone to fornication, adultery, masturbating or watching pornography, because they are plagued with the sexual demons, spiritual spouses. In the world of the Spirit and according to Jesus Christ, 
the sexual thoughts are the same as the sexual act is written in, Matthew 5:28 says but I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. When one starts imagining something sensual it can become a powerful force, because one is attracting that which they imagine into the physical being also. When we imagine having sex with another via masturbation, we are summoning the power of the spirit realm to manifest the thing we are imagining. So not only will T attract the spiritual spouses, but also those that are hosts of the same spirit. That is why I say people demons attract each other. And the danger in masturbating is that one could inadvertently summon a sex demon to attach itself to you through the act of masturbating i.e. spiritual spouse. And once that demon attaches, it is difficult to get it to leave. It will drive you to masturbate, even when you don't want to. Many people contact me and say pastor I am sick of this urge, because I just do not want to be controlled anymore. See you'll be hit with powerful urges to masturbate, that only an orgasm will allow you some temporary relief. In worst case scenarios the one demon may gather other unclean spirits to itself to also attach to your life. Spiritual spouses open the doors to many other demons to enter and build its fortress to stop your prayer life. To rob you of your blessings and future blessings. That way it can wrap you tighter in its web of control, making it much more difficult for you to be free. So, remember the next time you get tempted to engage in those acts of sexual impurity, you are only giving such evil spirits legal access into your life. And they will remain, causing untold personal pain, guilt, and shame until the more powerful force of Jesus Christ is used against them to expel them from your life for good. Fasting and prayer is vital to weakening and breaking the hold of this demon in your life precious saints. See many young people today think they are smart as long as they have safe sex, use condoms, it will keep sexual transmitted diseases away. But do not realize they do not stop sexually transmitted demons. Transference of spirits. See even when you meet people that have this spiritual spouse dominating their lives it can start to make you think unwanted lustful thoughts, yes start to make you feel unclean, dirty and in some cases feel violated after you leave out of their presence. Your dreams and open visions change from pure to filthy and if a pastor that is in adultery or serving seducing spirits lays hands on you, you will start to dream of spiritual spouses coming as familiar spirits. Be careful of these fake pastors that tell you to bath in certain things or rub anointed oil all over your naked bodies etc. This will not only potentially initiate you into the kingdom of darkness, but will invite a spiritual spouse for sure. Luke 6 18 Amplified Bible, AMP, who had come to listen to him and to be healed of their diseases. Even those who were troubled, vexed, by unclean spirits, demons, were being healed. In the above scripture it speaks about some that were troubled and even molested by demons. Yes, I get many emails from people that are molested by demons, not just in their sleep or at night in their bed, but even when they are walking around doing their daily activity. These demons only leave through prayer and fasting, Matthew 17 21. Jude 1 8 Likewise also these, filthy, dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. This impartation of lust, strong desire, is a working of the flesh, Galatians 5:19, that becomes an unbridled, untamable, tongue that wants to partake in shameless conversations and actions that then began to defile the dream state which in turn defiles the flesh. These filthy dreamers, which is the Greek word in apnezomai, begin to beguile, deceive, with sensual images and carry them away to an impious course of conduct. For example, masturbation, wet dreams, pornography, random sex acts and thoughts all of which may have never happened prior to their being infiltrated by these spiritual wives and husband spirits. These spiritual spouses infiltrate you through inner vows and secret declarations. That's going to be my husband or wife or I had a dream about that person. Or the pastor said I would marry this person be careful with your words for they carry life and death saints. Just imagine how many young people open themselves up to spirits as they utter these secrets. 
Though their words can't be heard by our natural ears, they are echoed aloud in the spirit realm and literally form contracts in the spirit that are signed by the next available spiritual wife or husband. Remember spiritual wives and husbands bring nothing but poverty and death to a person if not dealt with precious saints. Some your ladies I speak to are so adamant that God told them they would marry a certain man, that even though that man showed no interest in them and even got married to someone else, they could not move on years later. Why? Because of the spiritual spouse that took the place of the man when they vowed those words so many years before. Be careful of wrong church leaders. Leaders who have matchmaking spirits are experts at saying things like, the Lord said that's your spouse. And I see you together in the spirit and based on your respect, honor and or fear of that leader, depends on how fast the word takes root in their spirit and begins to earth itself. These seeds of the flesh manifest in false marriages that end faster than they begin and or marriages that keep either or spouse from truly operating in their divine call. I have so many examples of charismatic witchcraft in the church, but one thing we should always be careful prophesying is telling people to marry someone, telling someone they will die or prophesy someone's pregnancy or gender of the child. Because unless you are a true prophet, most I have seen was done in the flesh and ends in disaster. In many cases someone prophesies and says I see you marrying this person and they are under the matchmaking spirits, rather than influenced by the Holy Spirit. Then the same false prophets will easily validate divorces for whatever reason, and you then start getting spouses attending different ministries, while neither leader tries to bring reconciliation before hooking you up with the next person in their church. Yes, I saw this one recently of a pastor the other day that I knew who left his spouse based on the excuse that his first wife had a spiritual spouse and his spiritual father gave him permission to leave that first wife and then provided him with a new wife from his congregation. Imagine the church split that has occurred because some went away because they sided with the pastor's wife and the others that went with the pastor and new wife and then there are those that left because it was just wrong full stop. If you are married to someone with a spiritual spouse there can always be deliverance, especially if the other is willing precious saints. So be careful of such false leadership in churches today who will do anything for person gain and do not love the sheep of Christ and watch over their souls. The only fruit that comes from their fleshly words of direction is what that leader can eat and or benefit from. If this message has spoken to you today and you're looking for freedom, then start to repeat the prayers below and ensure you make Jesus Christ your personal Savior today. Prayers to decree and declare. 1. Father remove any evil ring, attachments and any evil material that marries or connects me to any spirit or demon right now in the mighty name of Jesus. 2. Father, break any soul tie between me and any spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Three. Father remove the deposit of spirit wife slash husband from my life in the mighty name of Jesus. 4. Let every mark of hatred on me be wiped off in the mighty name of Jesus. 5. Let every covenant between me and spirit spouse be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. 6. Let every communion and agreement between me and spiritual wife slash husband be nullified with the blood of Jesus. 7. Let every spiritual partner carry their load away from my life in the mighty name of Jesus. 8. Let every mark of identification placed on me by any spiritual spouse be broken by the blood of Jesus. 9. Let every evil marriage in the spirit be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus. 10. Let every property of spiritual wife slash husband be destroyed with the blood of Jesus. 11. My marriage shall work in the mighty name of Jesus. 12. I shall break forth in the mighty name of Jesus. 13. I shall break through in the mighty name of Jesus. 14. Father, Forgive me for allowing Lilith into my life and for becoming a victim of her seduction. Forgive me for allowing lust to control me, and for allowing unholy soul ties to be formed. Forgive me, Lord, for defiling my marriage bed with lust and for desecrating your holy union between husband and wife. I renounce lust as sin in Jesus' name. 15. Father, 
I now declare a divorce between myself and Lilith and all her children. I tear up the marriage certificate, and I give back her wedding ring. I ask that your holy fire in the name of Jesus the Messiah will destroy all the documents that testified against me in the Spirit. 16. I break any and all relationships between every evil spirits of lust and seduction, and myself. I sever every unholy soul tie between myself and Lilith and all her other names, with the sword of the Spirit. 17. In the name of Jesus, I declare that Satan has no longer any access to my body, soul, or spirit through that soul tie. 18. In the name of Jesus, I declare that Lilith and her children have no access to my children anymore. All access to my children through this spirit and soul tie is now cut off by the power of God. I ask that you cover my children with the blood of the Lamb, and that the doors of her access to them will be sealed forever with your blood. 19. In the name of Jesus, I fire every gatekeeper who helped Lilith to get access to me. I strip them of all power and authority, and I tear up their appointment letters in the name of Jesus and I ask that you burn these documents with the fire of the Holy Spirit. 20. Thank you Jesus for today, as my deliverance is coming and here now in Jesus' mighty name. Prayer Focus Day 1. Deliverance Prayer from Spiritual Spouse. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, even as you have revealed this revelation unto myself, this day, Heavenly Father I pray right now for every saint that is reading this prayer. Lord anybody, that has been suffering under the effects of incubus and succubus, the spiritual husband and the spiritual wife that comes into the form of our dreams. That comes to defile our dreams, today Heavenly Father, even as everyone, that is reading this prayer right now, Heavenly Father I pray today, that every spiritual husband and wife that the spiritual demonic forces that are coming against your people be put on notice today and they will stand to the attention of our Lord Jesus Christ right now. Heavenly Father, that they will come under the obedience of Christ, today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those that have been coming, to have sexual nocturnal experiences with our fellow brethren reading, right now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, those that have even gone from generation to generation today that bloodline skipping is cut today in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father today, they will come under the obedience of Christ, today, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For according to your word in Mark 10 9 it says, What God puts together, no man shall tear apart. Heavenly Father today, according to your word, in the book of Matthew 19 6, Heavenly Father your word here tells us, it says unto us, so then they are no longer two, but one flesh, therefore what God has joined together, let no man separate. Heavenly Father, all those that are innocently victims under these spiritual husbands and wives, today, in the name of our Lord Jesus, you're going to bring freedom unto them, that they may have freedom, in the name of our Lord Jesus. According to your word, in Ezekiel 16:3, and it says, and say thus says the Lord, God of Jerusalem, your birth and your nativity are from the land of Canaan your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittites, and as for your nativity, on the day that you were born, your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed in the water to be cleansed, nor were you rubbed with salt, nor were you wrapped in swaddling clothes. Heavenly Father, there are many people reading today, that have been initiated into things, Lord, that they have had no other choice to be initiated into as they are, generational curses, that are being passed down, through the ancestral line, through familiar spirits, through family demons. Heavenly Father, may you bring this breakthrough today, in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, today, thank you wonderful Father God, for bringing this revelation today. And that those that have read today's teachings and prayer that they may be set free today, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My Lord Jesus, we surrender our lives to you and all our worries today, even as we reap it of all our sins and we declare you as the Son of the living God, the Savior over all our lives. Heavenly Father, we pray right now, that you will just come, my Lord Jesus, I pray this all over the saints of God, right now, 
over their lives, over their families and friends, and over everyone who needs them, Jesus you are our Lord and Savior. And Lord, today, we want to dedicate our lives back to you, but forgive us of all our sins. Release us from all demonic strongholds, that are trying to destroy and oppress our lives today. Today you spirit husband and wife, release them right now by the fire of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we bind and divorce this spiritual spouse permanently that is tormenting your people, right now and they will return all things given to them, by the spiritual realm, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, today, we divorce right now, and we renounce any marriage with the spirit husband or wife of the saints, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we break all covenants, that any saint was entered into with the spirit husband or wife, any incantations, anything that was initiated into the spiritual kingdom, through family demons, we break you today, in the of our Lord Jesus Christ. We command, the thunder of God, to burn to ashes, the wedding gown, rings, photos, attachments, and all other materials used, for the marriage in the spirit realm, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We send the fire of God, right now, the Holy Ghost fire, to burn to ashes, the marriage certificate, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we render all demons to surrender and be powerless, today, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We break, every blood-soul tie, every blood-soul tie covenant, with any spirit husband or wife, now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For the word comes to divide and separate, now it comes to separate between the soul and spirit, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We send fire, the fire of God, to burn to ashes any spiritual-born children, to this marriage, now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Any connection to the umbilical cord, that has not been cut, Lord today, these spiritual babies, let it be cut now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We withdraw our blood, our sperm or any other part of our body deposited, in the altar of the spirit husband or wife, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Lord where anybody's photo or their name, has been placed on any unholy altar, today we destroy it, for it will catch fire, now, in the name of our Lord Jesus. We bind the spirit husband or wife, that is tormenting their lives and their earthly marriages, with hot chains and fetters of God, right now. As we cast you right now, into the death pit, we command you right now, you will never come into our lives now again, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Spiritual spouse we return to you every one of your properties, your possessions in the spiritual world, including any dowry, lobola, any gift or whatever was used for this marriage or the covenants therewithin. Heavenly Father, today, we drain ourselves of all evil materials, deposited into our body because of any sexual relation, with this foul spirit, in the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. Please Lord, send your Holy Ghost fire, into their root and burn out any unclean things, deposited into us, by the spiritual husband or wife, in Jesus' mighty name. We break the head, of any serpent deposited by the spirit husband or wife, to do any harm or command, I command you to come out in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We purge out now with the blood of Jesus, every material deposited into our womb or sperm count, right now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Anything, that is preventing us from having natural children, today, you will come out and leave this body, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, repair and restore, every damage done by any part, of anybody or any earthly marriage by the spirit husband or wife, we now pray in Jesus' mighty name. We reject, right now, and cancel every curse, every pronouncement, every spell, every jinx, every enchantment, any incantations placed upon any of your saints now, by the spirit husband or wife, you'll be destroyed, in the name of our Lord Jesus. We take back and possess, all the earthly belongings, in the custody of the spirit husband and wife, now, in the name of Jesus Christ. For Proverbs 6 31 says, 
Now you must return back, seven times that was stolen, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we command, the spirit husband or wife, to permanently turn his back on their lives, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today we renounce and reject, in the name of our Lord Jesus, any name that was given to them, by the spirit husband or wife, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we hereby declare and confess, that the Lord Jesus, is their husband for eternity. Heavenly Father, right now, as we soak ourselves, in the blood of Jesus and cancel the evil mark or writings, placed on any of their bodies, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus. We set ourselves, loose from the strongholds and domineering power and bondage of the spirit husband and wife, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We paralyze, the remote controlling power and work used to destabilize, their earthly marriages and hinder their children from bearing any children in the future, to their earthly husband or wife, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, you will set fire, right now, any attachment, right now, every demonic force will come under the obedience of Christ, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You wicked spirit will leave this body, right now, you will go right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You evil spirit will no longer, come to them in the night, you will no longer pollute their dreams, today, no more dream pollution, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I pray that they shall receive fire, now from the Holy Spirit, right now, fire now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Fire and freedom of the Holy Spirit, as you take a deep breath in and out seven times the Lord will fill you with His peace, love, and joy in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah Amen. Pray this blessing over your life. Numbers 6 22-27 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, 23 Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel, you shall say to them, 24 The Lord bless you and keep you, 25 The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you, 26 The Lord lift up his countenance a, upon you and give you peace. 27 So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. Thank you, Lord, for listening and answering our prayers in Jesus' mighty name. You may listen to this prayer also if preferred. U2.B. Day 2, Give No Place to the Devil. Saturday, January 28, 2023. Scripture text, Neither Give Place to the Devil. Ephesians 4:27. You and I never have to fall prey to the devil precious saints, who goes around like a roaring lion ready to devour, 1 Peter 5 8. For if we can shut every door, close every window, and seal every place in our lives through which the enemy would try to access us, we can prevent him from getting into the middle of our affairs. So do not give the devil any foothold in 2023 precious saints, 4. God's Word tells us that we must be perfect, Matt 5:48. Now and this is only made possible by following the perfecter Jesus Christ with the help of the skillful one the Holy Spirit. The Scripture also tells us to bless those who curse you, Luke 6:28, and to do good to them who treat you spitefully, Matthew 5:44. So then how does the devil get a foothold in our lives? As mentioned yesterday Satan should have no hold over a child of God precious saints. You should not fear him, but rather he should fear you if you're truly in Christ. We should be the devil's worst nightmare and not his tool to attack fellow saints by bringing about the devil's agenda. In fact, every day you wake up and your feet touch the ground the devil should be fleeing in seven directions. But if you allow sin to rule in your life, the devil will take your arm and twist it into his direction. See demons are always looking for ways to stop or hinder the work of God. Legal rights and grounds must be cleaned up, as demons can use them as an excuse to remain. Let's let us say, a person has invited a demonic spirit into their life through sin, then that sin will remain a legal right for the demon to hang around until the person has repented and turned from their sin. Sometimes breaking up legal grounds involves more than simple repentance, such as the breaking of soul ties, 
renouncing vows made to Satan, and breaking generational curses etc. Therefore, it is important for us to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal any legal rights, so that they can be broken. Otherwise, the demon can either put up a fight when you're a are trying to cast it out in deliverance, or if you do cast it out, and they return at a later point. So, what is a legal ground or legal rights? A legal ground or how I like to call it a bill of rights is something in our lives that has given an unclean spirit the permission or right to involve itself in our life, body, or mind, soul. One of the entry points the devil tries to use to enter our lives is relationships. If there is an unresolved issue or an ugly conflict with a loved one or friend, these conflict points often become entry points through which the devil tries to get a foothold in our relationships with those we love. Once the enemy is able can slip in through one of these cracks and build a stronghold of offense within our minds, then a wall has already begun to be constructed that will eventually separate us from the people we need and love the most. A good example of how legal grounds slash rights works is found in Matthew 18:23-35, where Jesus talks about unforgiveness. Jesus wraps up the story by saying that if we are unforgiving, tormentors are given access to us to oppress. Matthew 18:34-35, and his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. 35 So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you, from his heart, does not forgive his brother his trespasses. The believer who harbors bitterness and malice in his heart is giving Satan one of his most effective open doors and can be one of the major reasons for demons having legal rights to oppress people. Now as you can imagine this hinders a believer's walk with the Lord, so it is highly effective tactic of the enemy to keep you in offense. Now remember the only remedy to unforgiveness is forgiveness. So, if someone wrongs you, learn to forgive them from your heart. Jesus gives us simple steps to follow found in the book of Matthew 18 15-17, and He cautions us to be reconciled, as quickly as possible, Matthew 5 23-26. Because the longer you harbor an unforgiving spirit, the more territory Satan will gain in your life. In my pastoral experience, I have seen homes, marriages, friendships, and churches weakened in some cases by Christians who will not forgive one another. Even if the other party does not forgive you, you forgive them to release them back to God. Remember you cannot force a person to forgive, but you can see to it that Satan, is defeated in your own life. As mentioned, unforgiveness, which gives birth to bitterness, is known in the Bible to spiritually defile a person, Hebrews 12:15. looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4:32. If you're not compassionate to one another, we also give Satan room through offense and if you don't forgive you give the devil a foothold. It does not mean that you have to overlook sin, but when a person truly has remorse then we have an obligation to forgive others by the grace of God. In Ephesians 4:27, the Apostle Paul writes, Neither give place to the devil. The word place is the Greek word topos. It refers to a specific, marked off, territory, province, region, or geographical location. So-so, this lets us know that the devil is after every area, region, and zone of our lives precious saints. That's right the devil wants to attack our finances, health, marriage, relationships, employment, business, and ministry. But for him to start this plan he needs to establish a stronghold, and he does that first by finding an entry point to commence his destruction within our lives. So, what entry points could the devil use in relationships? Well let me give you some examples when we refuse to let go of old hurts and wounds, refuse to acknowledge what we did wrong, refuse to forgive others for what they did, refuse to stop judging others for their grievances, refuse to admit we were wrong too, refuse to say, I'm sorry when we're wrong, refuse to lay down our rights for others. So, 
things such as unforgiveness, unrepented sin, ungodly soul ties, foolish spoken vows, curses, and so forth, can give unclean spirits the right to hang around and influence us. As previously mentioned these things must be cleaned up for each of us to experience lasting genuine freedom. Legal grounds rights can be cleaned up through repentance, renunciation, breaking soul ties and generational curses etc. One thing I have learnt in ministry is when trying to minister freedom to somebody who is not ready to give up the sin that gives the devil legal right to be there, really is not ready to be delivered. Otherwise, demons can come back seven times worse for such people and makes the demons more stubborn to come out. So, to save you hours of wasted time, repentance is a vital key to not only salvation and forgiveness of sin, but for legal rights. So let us look at few common areas that give legal rights to the devil. Lying, Ephesians 4:25. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Since Satan himself is a liar and the father of lies, John 8:44 so it is no surprise that lying opens for him an opportunity to work in our lives. But when we believe the truth, then the Holy Spirit can work in our lives. For when we believe a lie, then the devil can work in our lives. Anger, Ephesians 4:26. Be angry, and do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. This scripture shows us that anger in our hearts gives Satan a foothold within our lives. And just as lying and murder go together, so anger and murder go together, Matt 5 21-22. Now righteous anger is completely different from sinful anger. Righteous anger is hating what God hates, but our sinful nature has a way of polluting our emotions and do more harm than good. See anyone can become angry for that is easy. But to be angry with the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose, and in the right way, this is not easy and needs self-control. Stealing, Satan is a thief. Ephesians 4:28. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good that he may have something to give him who has need. John 10 10 The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Satan steals from everybody including those that serve him. He will rob you of your sanity, your liberty, your home, your marriage, your relationships, your joy, your finances, your life, your reputation, your health, and your souls. Speaking bad words, Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Paul repeats this warning in the next chapter also. Ephesians 5:4. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. He is not forbidding holy, healthy humor for the ability to laugh is a mark of maturity and discernment. The truth is one needs a healthy sense of humor to deal with all the stress in life. All here is condemning a filthy mouth or bad utterance. This kind of speech tears a person down, and God wants our speech to be good for edification. Since what we say comes from the heart, impure speech and humor indicates an impure thinking and imagination. A person does not have to read pornographic books or see pornographic movies to have a pornographic imagination. If Satan can get us to think about sin, and then talk about sin, he will have an easier time tempting us to commit sin. When we talk freely about filthy things, it takes the edge off our conviction, we get accustomed to it, and soon the barriers are down. Remember there is life and death in the tongue and spoken curses, such as, I'll never get out of debt, I'll never get healed or delivered or I'll not be raptured should be renounced, taken back verbally, and broken in the mighty name of Jesus. We need to be careful making vows for foolish vows are known to bind the soul, and soul and must be repented of and verbally taken back, renounced, and broken in the mighty name of Jesus. We also need to watch ourselves when we are around filthy speaking people, as there can be a transference of spirit from that person if we do not reject those words from our ears.
See it is vital we protect the ear gates, eye gates and mouth gates of our lives. Cursed objects, cursed possessions, such as occult books, satanic symbols, etc. must be thrown out. For God's word is clear that bringing a cursed item into your home can bring a curse upon yourself, Deuteronomy 7:26. nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. So, we must be vigilant and destroy and remove any cursed or ungodly items from our homes as well. Forming ungodly soul ties, ungodly soul ties can be formed when a person has an ungodly relationship with another person or makes a foolish covenant with them. Becoming a blood brother with somebody will create a strong soul tie that should be renounced and broken. Ungodly sexual relationships will surely create soul ties that must be broken. The key to breaking an ungodly soul tie is to first repent of any sins committed in the development of that soul tie, and then the soul tie must be renounced, and then broken in the mighty name of Jesus. If gifts or physical items were involved in that relationship, then it may be necessary to destroy, give away or throw them out as well. Gifts between a man and woman involved in an adultery should be sold, given away or thrown out as they can symbolize that relationship. The Apostle Paul told us, neither give place to the devil. And the Greek makes it clear that we must choose to give the devil no territory. You see, we have a choice, we can choose to give the enemy place in our minds and emotions, or we can choose to walk in the Spirit. If we choose the lower road, we will end up doing and saying thing as we later regret. Those regretful things are usually what opens the door for the devil to wreak havoc in our relationships. Grieving the Holy Spirit versus quenching the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4:30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 31 Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you, with all malice. 32 And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. The Apostle Paul says it is possible to quench the Holy Spirit because he told us in 1 Thessalonians 5:19, Do not quench the Holy Spirit when we quench the Spirit of God, we're trying to silence what God is trying to say to us or motivate us to do by the Holy Spirit's prompting. Sometimes we can quench without even knowing it precious saints. But we grieve the Holy Spirit by not confessing our sin. Just as a person grieves over the loss of a loved one, the Spirit of God is said to be grieved when we sin. This will then block the Spirit of God's power within our life. He is called holy, because He is holy, and is the third member of the Godhead, but He also works to create holiness in us through sanctification, but unconfessed sin blocks that growth and process. Now the enemy also is the accuser of the brethren and will even try to remind you of sins that have already been forgiven, so to counter these lies, speaking God's promises. Is a must to counter his lies. Satan is the slanderer and the accuser of the brethren, Revelation 12:10. When you and I slander the saints instead of praying and seeking to cover the sin in love, we are working for the devil. We should not be surprised if he gets a foothold in our lives and turns our weapons against us. Satan should have no hold over you, but he gets the hold over you because of sin. So, in finishing today's teaching before we go on to the prayer remember if you every now and then fall into sin and do not get victory over sin, then pray and ask the Lord if there is still any open door for the devil in your life. We should copy the example of the Ephesians who burned their magic books thus not giving the devil a foothold in their life. Paul says that these sins above and any other sins not mentioned, if not put away can grieve the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4:30. they sadden or hurt the Spirit of God. Satan wants to get a foothold in our lives, thus we ought to repent of our sins and not hurt or shame our Lord. So do not give Satan any open doors within your life precious saints. Prayer Focus Day 2. Prayer to Break the Legal Ground Slash Rights. Heavenly Father in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I now approach your throne through the blood of your Son in a time of great need, in time of an extreme emergency. Father, as you already know, 
I have had demons attacking me from the outside, and possibly from the inside of my being. I know why they are in my life, for of the doors I have knowingly or unknowingly opened. Lord the times I have transgressed against both you and all your basic laws and commandments with the sins that I have personally committed against you, forgive me today. Father, I first want to say to you that I am sorry for doing all these bad and evil things against you. Lord there is no excuse for the kind of behavior that I have exhibited over the years. But Father, I now want to take a strong stand. I do not want any more part of this kind of evil and wicked lifestyle any longer. Lord, I know now that you are my only hope and my only salvation to be able to deliver me from the demonic bondage that I now find myself enslaved in. Father, I ask that you please have mercy on my soul, and that you please forgive me for all of the sins and atrocities that I have personally committed against you under the blood that your one and only Son Jesus Christ has personally shed for me on the cross. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now want to formally confess out all the bad, evil, and sinful things I have personally done against you. Father, I now confess to you the following things as being sins and extreme abominations in your sight. Examples to confess, only confess what you did and anything else that comes to your mind not on the list. My involvement in drugs. My involvement in sex, fornication, unnatural and unholy sex acts, such as homosexual acts and thoughts and being involved in a swingers type lifestyle. My use of all kinds of pornography. My past fornication slash adulterous affairs and activities. All my past thefts and covetousness all my envy and jealousy that I have ever shown against anyone, and all of my lying and deceit that I have ever been involved in. All the pride, impatience, hate and rage that I have ever shown or manifested over the years. All my involvement in some of the occult arts such as witchcraft, invocation of demon spirits, seeing fortune tellers, reading horoscopes and tarot cards. All the time that I have personally cursed you and prayed to other false gods. Times that I broke your Ten Commandments to one degree or another. Father, I now know without any shadow of a doubt, that all the above activities were evil, heinous sins and abominations in your sight. I am so sorry for going this far against you. Father, I know that your Son Jesus Christ has died for all my sins. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now ask that you please forgive me for every single one of these sins and transgressions that I have personally committed against you. Let the blood of your Most Holy Son Jesus Christ completely wash away every ounce of stench, every ounce of each one of these sins that have been committed against you. Father, you tell me in your word, that if I am willing to confess my sins and agree to repent, that you will fully forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Father, I now ask that you please forgive me for of all my sins that I have personally committed against you through the blood that your Son Jesus Christ has personally shed for me on the cross. I now believe that all my sins have been completely forgiven and completely washed away by the blood of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Father, I now want to agree to also renounce every single one of the above sins. You have my word that I will never, ever attempt to go back into any area having to do with the occult, any area having to do with sexual fornication, or any involvement in any kind of drug use whatsoever. Father, in Jesus' name, I now officially renounce every single one of the above sins and transgressions that have been committed against you. Father, the next thing I need to take care of is that took place to me as a child. I now know that what happened was not right and wrong in your sight. However, I will choose not to hold any unforgiveness towards those people. Father, I choose with my own free will to fully forgive all from my past for what they did to me either yesterday or when I was a young child. Today I choose not to hold no hate or animosity towards anyone. I ask that you please have mercy on their soul when they must face you for their own personal judgment. I now fully forgive them for what they had done to me. Father, I now believe that all my sins, transgressions, and abominations against you have been fully forgiven by you under the shed blood of your Son Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for having this kind of mercy on my soul and that you have made a way of forgiveness for me through the blood of your Son Jesus Christ. 
Father, with all my sins and transgressions against you now being fully forgiven, I now want to once and for all, finally break the legal rights these demons have had over me over all these years. Father, in mighty name of Jesus, I now ask that you fully break the legal rights of these demons. I now ask that you completely break and completely sever, cut, every single one of their legal rights that has arisen because of my involvement in all the above sin areas or anything that I have missed today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now want to personally come against each one of these legal grounds slash rights on myself, operating under your authority and your anointing to be able to do so. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now fully break and fully sever, cut, each one of these legal grounds slash rights. Father, I repeat, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now command that every single inch and every single part of this legal ground slash right line be completely broken, completely severed, cut, and demolished in the name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I now plead the blood of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ against each and every single part of this legal ground slash right line and command it to be completely broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I also want to reaffirm with you today, that I have now fully surrendered my body, my soul, my spirit, and my entire life into your hands. I now ask that you place me into your perfect will for my life. I am now willing to fully follow you all the rest of the days of my life. I will now be guided by your Holy Spirit from this moment on, and I will never, ever cross back over into the sin-filled life that I used to live in. And with your grace I will overcome until the very end. Father, whatever is needed to get our family saved, that you would remove every obstacle from us and our family serving the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Father, by your mercy count me worthy to escape your wrath and judgment coming upon this world in these last days and to stand worthy before you, to be raptured. Holy Spirit that prepares the bride ready for you O Lord, Jesus. Prepare me to be ready for the rapture. Father, we pray for the people around us who do not realize you are coming soon and first are coming to snatch away your bride, so please awaken their hearts in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I now belong to you, and you alone. Yes you, and you alone, are my rock and my salvation. I will look to no other. My life is now totally in your hands. Father, from this moment on, I will fully follow you and fully serve you for the rest of my eternal life in Jesus' mighty name. Casting out demon prayers. I want you to say the below prayers out loud multiple times if needed be, so the demons can hear clearly and speak with authority. Remember you have now already broken all the legal grounds slash rights of the demons on the above prayer that I gave you and now they are ready to be cast out with the battle prayer. If possible, try to do in private between you, God, and the demons. Remember the angels that surround you outmatch, outclass and outnumber every demonic spirit oppressing you. Feel free to use this prayer over the next several days if needed be. Heavenly Father in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I now approach your throne through the blood of your Son in a time of great need, in time of an extreme emergency to once and for all finally to take these demons out of my life for good. Father, I have already come before you today confessing my past sinful things that I have ever done to you throughout my life. I have also renounced my past activities and have told you that I will never, ever go back into those heavier scenarios again. Father, I have horribly wronged you with some of those past transgressions, and I am so sorry that I have ever gone against you and deliberately disobeyed you so many times. But Father, now is the time to pick myself back up off the mat. Now is the time to make a brand new start with a brand new direction. I have already fully surrendered my body, my soul, my spirit, and my entire life into your hands. I have now entered your perfect will for my life. I am now all yours. I now belong to you and no one else, and I will now fully serve you and fully follow you for the rest of my eternal life. Father now is the time to clean up one last loose end. As a result of my past involvement in some of these horrible transgressions against you, I have drawn demons into my life knowingly or unknowingly. 
I know that I have given these demons full legal right to come into my life and attack me like they have been doing with everything that I have done against you. Father, but now is the time to take a final stand against these demons. Now is the time to vanquish them out of my life for good. Now is the time to stand up and fight and directly engage with them while operating under your full power and anointing to be able to do so. Father, you have said in your word that the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out all of their troubles. Psalm 34:17. You have said in your word that though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me, you will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Psalm 138:7. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I now ask that you send me into battle to cast these demons out of my life for good. You say in your word that you can make me bold with strength in my soul, Psalm 138 3, and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4:13. Father, since I have now fully surrendered every part of my life into your hands, I now want to take a hold of the verse that says to therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4 7. Since I am now fully submitted to you, I am now ready to resist Satan and his demons who have been attacking and tormenting me over all these years. Your word tells me that Satan and his demons will now flee if I pick up my sword, which is your word, and directly engage with them. Father, in the mighty name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I now ask that you stir yourself up as a man of war and go before me to take out this defeated foe. Your word tells me that the Lord is a man of war. Exodus 15:3. Your word tells me that the Lord shall go forth like a mighty man, he shall stir up his zeal like a man of war, he shall prevail against his enemies. Isaiah 42:13. Father, in Jesus' name, I now ask that you stir up your zeal like a mighty man of war off the wording of this verse. Father, I now ask that you go before me as a consuming fire. Your word tells me that the Lord your God is He who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you, you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly. Deuteronomy 9 3. Father, your word tells me that you will go before me and make the crooked places straight, I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. Isaiah 45 2. Father, these demons have kept me prisoner long enough. I now ask that you go before me to make this crooked path totally straight again and that you break the bars that have been holding me captive over all these years. I now ask that you completely cut and completely sever the cords of these wicked and evil spirits. In Deuteronomy 33:27, it says that you will thrust out the enemy from before you, and will say, Destroy. Father, I now ask that you anoint me from head to foot with your anointing, with your power, and with your authority to take these demons head on. You have already told us in your word that in my name they will cast out demons, Mark 16:15, and that you gave the early apostles the power over unclean spirits and that they cast out many demons. Mark 6:7. Father, not by my might, but by your Holy Spirit I will engage with and defeat these demons once and for all. Father, your word tells me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Your word tells me that I have been given the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. Luke 10:19, and that through you we will push down our enemies, through your name we will trample those who rise up against us. Psalm 44 5. Father now is the time. Now is the time to drive this enemy out of my life once and for all. Father, your word tells me that the sword of the Holy Spirit is your word. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, let your word be my sword. Father, I repeat, let your word be my sword. Start to speak to the demons in authority in the name of my Lord and Savior and my Deliverer Jesus Christ, I am now speaking to every single demon that is on the outside of me and to every single demon who may be on the inside of me. Demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now come against each one of you. I know that you have all been in my life for many years. 
I also know why you have been allowed to enter my life and attack me like you have been doing over all these years. I now know what all your legal rights have been over all these years that allowed you to attack me as you have been doing. Demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, all your legal rights have now been totally and completely broken before my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and my Heavenly Father, God the Father. I have now fully submitted and fully surrendered my entire body, my entire soul, my entire spirit, and my entire life into the hands of God the Father. I now belong to God the Father and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I now belong to them, and to them alone in this life. You no longer own me. You no longer have any more legal rights to stay attached to me. All of your legal rights and demonic strongholds have now been completely broken and completely demolished under the shed blood of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I have now fully confessed my sin of using drugs over the course of my entire life. I have now fully confessed my sins of fornication and having sex with multiple lovers and partners over the years. I have now fully confessed my sin of watching any kind of pornography. I have now fully confessed my sins of past thefts and covetousness. I have now fully confessed my sins of breaking most of ten of God's commandments to one degree or another during my life. I have now fully confessed my sins of delving into parts of the occult that I had no business treading into. I have now fully confessed all my sins having to do with my jealousy, rage and anger. All my sins have now been fully confessed and fully renounced before God the Father. All my sins have now been fully forgiven. My slate has now been made perfectly and completely clean. My sins and transgressions against the Lord are no longer remembered in His eyes. I am now a new creation in Jesus Christ. I am now totally committed to serving Jesus Christ, and am alone in this life. Never again will I go back into the sin-filled life that gave you the legal right to be able to come into my life in the first place. Every demon you will hear my voice today, in the name of Jesus Christ. I now plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every inch of spirit. I now plead the blood of Jesus over every inch of my soul. I now plead the blood of Jesus over every inch of my body. I now plead the blood of Jesus over every inch of this entire house. Demons, the Word of God is now my sword. I repeat, the Word of God is now my sword. I am now taking up my sword, which is the Word of my God, which is the Word of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I am now coming against each one of you, whether you be on the outside of me or whether you be on the inside of me. Demons, all your legal rights have now been completely and totally broken, completely and demolished, completely and totally severed, cut. I repeat, all your legal rights have now been completely broken. Your time is up. You will all have to go now. I repeat, you will all have to go now. To every single demon who is living and operating on the inside of me, I am now coming against each one of you. I now plead the blood of my Lord and Master Jesus Christ against each one of you. I repeat, I am now pleading the blood of Jesus Christ against each one of you. Demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now command all of you to come out of me right now and to leave me in this house, and you are to never, ever come back on me again. I repeat, every single one of you that may be on the inside of me is to come out of me right now in the name of Jesus Christ, and you are to leave my body, my soul, and this entire house immediately. Go now, in the name of Jesus Christ. I repeat, go now in the name of Jesus Christ. To every single demon who may be attacking me from the outside, or who has been living in this house, because of the legal rights that I had earlier given to you, I am now coming against each one of you. You too have had all your legal rights totally broken and will leave in Jesus' mighty name. Not one of you has any more legal right to be able to stay attached to me in any way, shape, or form. You will all now have to go in Jesus' mighty name. Demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now plead the blood of Jesus against each one of you. I repeat, I now plead the blood of Jesus Christ against each one of you. Demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now command you to leave myself and my house and you are to never, ever come back on me again. I repeat, 
you are to leave me and my house for good, and you are to never, ever come back on me again. Go now, in the name of Jesus. I repeat, go now in the name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and do not ever come back into my life or in this house ever again. Father, I have full faith and belief that you have now driven all these demons out of my body, out of my soul, out of my house, and out of my life for good by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, I now ask that you protect both me and my family from this moment on, and that you never allow these demons to come back on us ever again. Father, to you be all the glory. To you be all the praise, glory and honor that is only due to you. Father, thank you for this deliverance. Father, thank you for this new life. Father, I now ask that you take complete control of my life from this moment on and that you lead me into your perfect will for my life. Father, guide me by your Holy Spirit into the direction and path that you will want me to take in this life. My life is no longer my own. I now belong to you, and you alone in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Day 3, Pivotal Points Prayer and Fasting. Sunday, January 29, 2023. Scripture Text, Matt 17 14-21-14 And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, 15 Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. 16 So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. 17 Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. 18 And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. 19 Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? 20 So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. 21 However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Welcome to day 4 of the fasting program as we have been dealing with some very heavy topics to equip us to walk in victory. But I have a question for you today? Have you ever tried and failed at anything before in your life? Have you ever done anything that you have put your best efforts in and not got the results that you hoped and labored for? No matter how smart, gifted, connected, knowledgeable, anointed or how well-resourced you are, you will at some point, encounter a situation that will leave you dumbfounded. Maybe you are even going through such a situation right now in your life, as you read this. Maybe failure is staring you right in the face today, mocking your best efforts and making nonsense of your hard work and even rigorous prayers. In our scripture verses today, the disciples had just experienced the embarrassment of a failed attempt at ministry, as they were unable, no doubt despite their best efforts, to give relief to the epileptic son of a disappointed and distraught father, who has now brought his case to Jesus in desperation. After a rebuke directed at the disciples, Jesus asked for the boy to be brought to him, rebuked the foul spirit that had taken hold of the boy, and promptly cast that devil out and healed him of his illness. The disciples were wondering why they had failed at their attempt at ministering to the boy, got a brief lesson that we will do well to learn from ourselves precious saints. See Jesus told them why they had failed as they did. 1. Matthew 17 20, because of unbelief. Do you really believe that God can do what you are looking to Him to do in your life or situation, or are you simply going through the motions hoping that something will happen for you? Are you stepping out in faith to confront that spiritual barrier, problem or are you merely hoping and praying like some would say and it will either disappear or even someone else will come and fix it? 2. Matthew 17 21, a different kind of effort needed, prayer and fasting. This I think, is one of the most touching reminders to New Testament saints today, about the effectiveness of the combined discipline of prayer and fasting in dealing with the stubborn, unyielding strongman, that we may be faced with in life or ministry. Jesus prayed and fasted, 
He categorically said to the disciples, that there are wicked spirits and even barriers gates that are blocking God's best within our life. Maybe there are some kinds of issues that you will be confronted with that can only be dealt with in the place of prayer combined with fasting precious saints. Maybe there are addictions, setbacks, attitudes that need changing and only the Holy Spirit can do that word within you. See no matter how big the strong man that you may be up against today precious saints God has given you authority to rebuke the devil from your life. The scripture tells us in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 12. Matthew 12 29 Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man? And then he will plunder his house. Who can bind you? If you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, you have his power and authority to bind evil and loose God's plans in any situation precious saints. Why do we bind? Well Jesus commented on the need for binding evil in the above scripture of Matthew 12 29. Jesus explained that we must first bind the strong man before we can plunder his house. When we are facing an evil stronghold in our life, we must first use our inherited authority, as children of God to bind the evil forces involved and in this case it can include prayer and fasting prior. After that, we can loose, or call forth God's plans for restoration even with the most stubborn spirits. What happens when we bind you might ask? Well Jesus said, I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with them Matthew 18 18-20. When we bind something, we declare it unlawful, or evil, based on God's Word. Because we stand as co-heirs in Jesus Christ, we have His authority to execute this judgment on the forces of evil precious saints, Psalm 149 5-9. Therefore, do not be alarmed at what you are seeing manifest in the natural right now, because what you are seeing is no longer hidden. The enemy would like you to respond in fear, but God wants to bring all things to the light. And as these things are brought to the light, but do not be afraid or dismayed. The hidden activities of the enemy are being revealed so to overthrow demonic thrones that have brought great destruction to lives and creation. God is sorting out evil precious saints. When a king sits on his throne to judge, he winnows out all evil with his eyes. Proverbs 28. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. Luke 1 52. There truly is a great battle going on around us precious saints and fasting is a form of warfare that brings us directly into the battle against the forces of darkness. See spiritual warfare directly conflicts with demonic strongholds and deception that requires spiritual weaponry and armor according to Ephesians 6:11. Warfare prayer is the application of strategic level spiritual warfare to uproot the prevailing spiritual strongholds that hinder the advancing of God's kingdom within a person or person's life. The demonic realm is so stirred up to rage against the victories we are getting from seeing thrones, gates and altars toppling this weekend. We must not be discouraged or deterred from moving forward to take back God's inheritance in our life and the nations. Though the enemy rages, we will see the kingdom of God and His throne occupy hearts, regions, and nations precious saints. No matter what the enemy is doing now, he always overplay his hand through pride, which will cause hidden things to be revealed and his strategies to be turned upon his own camp precious saints. So, if you need any incentive to fast such as seeing thrones, gates and altars destroyed, apart from the primary benefit of the deeper intimacy with and sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that it produces, then start making it a part of your weekly lifestyle also precious saints. Prayer Focus Day 3. Do you have any stubborn and unyielding strongman and problems that you are experiencing in your life right now? List them one by one and bring them before the throne of grace today for the Lord to see your freedom. Come with boldness and in faith as you wait on the Lord in fasting over this period. Cry out to Him in prayers, trusting that He will respond to your prayer of faith as He honors His Word in your life in the name of Jesus. Pray for God to turn the failures in your life to victory in the precious name of Jesus.
Ask Him to turn every embarrassment and shame in your life into occasions of praise and glory to His name. Confess this prayer, Heavenly Father in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I recognize that by virtue of my relationship with You Lord, that I have engaged in warfare with the kingdom of Satan. My first step is to declare my absolute allegiance to You, Lord Jesus, the Captain of the Lord's host, and my Lord and Savior. I commit myself to You and Your leadership wholeheartedly, and I place my life fully in Your hands. As Your Word tells us, I equip myself now with the full armor of God in Ephesians 6 11-18, so that I can stand victorious in this battle. I also pull down, in the mighty name of Jesus, any stronghold or strong man in my life that hinders me. Lord Jesus, help me in this battle, so that I can follow You without obstruction. Lord, I also remove any high place, throne, gate or altar, in my life that may be hindering me, any allegiance to an old pattern or behavior that may be offensive to You. I lay it down now, Lord, and I place it at Your feet. I will join with my fellow believers joining in this coming three-day fast and may they also receive their breakthroughs and see their requests be answered during and after this fast in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus Christ. I command every stronghold of fear, worry and anxiety to be pulled down in your life. Lord, I decree and declare that every stronghold of anger in my life to be destroyed and the demon cast out back to the pit of hell today in Jesus' mighty name. Lord any agent of darkness masquerading as a friend, be exposed and brought to the light in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord whatever evil altar is speaking against my life, my health, business, my family, and my properties be destroyed by the Holy Spirit fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I command all strong man and evil patterns in my life to depart and go back to the pit of hell now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I release the fire of the Holy Spirit against every evil strong man in my Father's house in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I break every cycle of evil pattern in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I command every evil cycle existing in my family to be broken today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let every plan of the enemy to stop my miracles be broken to pieces today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus erase the legal ground that the enemy has against me, in the mighty name of Jesus. I command all the strongholds of the enemy in my life be abolished today, in the mighty name of Jesus. I command all words contrary to God's word spoken against or over me to fall to the ground and bear no fruit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I release fiery angels to remove every stumbling block and obstacle on my path to success in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, all that I am, and all that I have, I commit fully to You. I offer myself to You as one who will engage in spiritual warfare for the sake of Your kingdom, one who will pull down strongholds in Your name, not only individual strongholds but also national ones. And I will be one who removes the high places in my own life and in the realm of the Church. Please use me, for the sake of Your kingdom and Your eternal purposes. Amen. Every loss or, delay, or disruption that I have ever suffered or am suffering as a result because of the operations of this Spirit in my life, is hereby underwritten by the blood of Jesus, through the completed works of Christ on the cross of Calvary. I break free from every hindrance, I break my family free of every hindrance, I break this church free from every hindrance, I break my destiny free in the name of Jesus. I receive strength in Christ to move forward in progress and prosperity. I will not be discouraged, I will not be confounded, I will not be dismayed. Precious saints you have been praying for God to show or tell you what to do. Today, you will go a step further by praying for Him to give you both the wisdom and divine strategies to accomplish the vision He has put in your heart, and the strategies to accomplish the breakthrough you are believing Him for, or the establishment of the prophetic words that have been spoken into your life. Again, specifically bring the new month of February before God, and pray for God to release, reveal the strategies that you need for the new season ahead. Pray for increased sensitivity to the voice and leading of the Holy Spirit and for clarity to understand His promptings. 
pray for God to overturn the wisdom table of the adversary and turn their schemes to defraud, rob or cheat you of your rightful reward, to be frustrated and annulled in the name of Jesus. I call forth and pray for the release of the provisions, resources and helpers that are needed in each month, in order for God's counsel-slash-purpose for the month of February by calling forth your season, your destiny to be fulfilled in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God in advance and in faith, for answering your prayers, and for the miracles, blessings, breakthroughs, testimonies, victories that the remaining of 2023 will bring into your life, as the Lord tarries. Look back over the past three days and thank the Lord for every transition and shift, no matter how small, you have made, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, during this period of fasting and praying. As Jesus has said concerning the power in fasting and prayers, your faith should go up a notch over this period of your fasting for the last three days, as you believe and expect that there will be a shifting and resolution of all those issues over the next few days. Pray for a new and great manifestation of God's miracle power in your life, your church, and your nation. Seek the Lord for miracles, signs, and wonders that will amaze the people and bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray that God's healing power would come into your life in all its fullness. Ask that He would heal you from sickness and disease, and from every hurt, brokenness, and defeat. 3 John verses 2, Isaiah 53 5. There are hidden strongholds that are blocking your progress in life. Pray against those strongholds. Ask God to reveal them to you so that they can be broken, 2 Corinthians 10 3-5. Name the specific stronghold in your life and family and command it to be broken in Jesus' name. Thank the Lord that He is changing you. Thank Him for His love that does not want to leave you the way you are. Pray that His plans and His will come to pass in your life as you submit to Him. Pray that the Lord's light shall break forth like the morning and that you would also shine like the morning light and break through all darkness around you in Jesus' mighty name. Isaiah 61-4. Pray that you would arise in boldness and shine precious saints, so you can positively impact all those around you and your family and all else in Jesus' mighty name. Pray that your light has come, and favor shall be your portion in Jesus' mighty name. Psalm 5:12. Pray that your loved ones, sons and daughters will come home that have gone away from the Lord. Pray for the salvation of friends and family before His soon coming in Jesus' mighty name. Pray this prayer, Father, we are confident of this very thing, that He who has begun a good decent work in us, and in Robert Clancy's ministry will fulfill it. Give, thanks to God for this and for answered prayers in your personal life also that He would provide for you according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Remember as you pray for others, God takes care of your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Pray and declare out loud by God's grace as we have met this year of 2023, that the remaining will continue to be a year of preparing for the Lord's coming for me. Pray for all the single people partaking in the fast who are seeking life partners. Ask God to guide them to the person who will really be a blessed spouse. Pray for wisdom, guidance, and strength to overcome fleshly desires and keep them ready for your soon coming. Amen.